0: following live session recording, Linda Wilkins, state missionary in communications with George Baptist Mission Board,
1: talks about 2019 social media trends. There's a lot that can change in a short time in the fast-paced world of social media. This session will cover the trends in social media networking in 2019 and beyond, as well as how we can apply social media to support the work of ministry in our churches. Let's join Linda now.
2: I am linda wilkins i work with the georgia baptist mission board Um, i do some communication stuff social media uh, some web um, graphics uh, a little of this a little of that content writing things like that Um, so if at any point because i am just immersed in this world i use lingo or something that you're like what please stop me and ask what i mean And I would be happy to talk through it because chances are someone else has the same question Uh, so don't feel like you can't stop me okay Uh, all right so here's I've already told you this but what we'll do is talk through some of the trends happening in 2019 and when I say trends I mean these are things that you are doing on social media that marketers have observed so this is really Behavior on social platforms that we're going to be talking about. All right, so we will just dive right in. And I like the. Oh, it's going to be slow now. So, how many of you know what the word ephemeral means? Say it again. Ephemeral. Ephemeral. Mhm. You know. It means fleeting. Fleeting. Yeah, it means temporary content. That is on the rise. So when I talk about ephemeral content, we're looking at stories. So like Instagram stories, Snapchat, is based around that kind of content. Um, face, that I already say? Facebook stories, Instagram stories, and Snapchat. Those are the primary three you're gonna see this on. Um, let me log in here.
0: All right, pull it
2: up. So this is on the rise. Uh, especially among young people Um, you can especially see this because Instagram is growing in popularity with young populations too Uh, they love to take pictures and they like the idea of it not staying there Uh, there are a couple of different reasons for this some of this is because well okay well I know that's going to disappear so I don't need to worry about it that much Uh, but some of it is also creating that fear of missing out FOMO have y'all heard that phrase before they know that they can go back to someone's story and get new content. It's a new way of consuming content fast, very quickly. So that's on the rise. Come on now. So it started on Instagram, and when Facebook purchased Instagram, they integrated it into Facebook. So now, when you do something on Instagram, and I'm actually gonna see if I can show you this. So if you are looking at your feed, Oh, there it is, I wonder why it didn't pop up. Come back. All right. So if you're looking at your feed and you swipe, this is the story. So I could do this and hold down the button, and this is a video, and then I have the option here of adding that to my story, and I have the Facebook page linked to the Instagram page for the mission board. So if I hit that, it goes in both places instantly. I don't have to do two things, it's linked, it's connected. But I could also choose to send that to specific people. So I could send this to Design Revival Con, and that's Alan Smith, he's not in here right now. He's got a session tomorrow, by the way. Um, You should go to it, it's uh, focused on Canva talk about that in a second Um, I can send that to specific people and know that it's going to be temporary or I can add it to my story and know it'll stay there for 24 hours the cool thing about Instagram is that it constantly tells you what's new so I say it's easy to consume it's easy for me to tap and then to tap through everything that's new and then it'll constantly be refreshing so that's the idea behind stories
1: all right. Can I ask a question while you're doing that? Yes, sir. I can go on Amazon.com and look for something. Go to Facebook. It shows up on my Facebook page where I'm shopping That's for.
2: creepy,
1: isn't it? How do they do it? How do they do Cookies, it? Right? I mean, you get know, yeah. it, it ain't just Amazon. You yeah. can go look at Guru Cars. Mm-hmm. I've done that for my daughter yesterday. Mm-hmm. And on my mm-hmm. page it showed up on Facebook. Mhm.
2: Yeah, the other day I was shopping for something on the Disney website. Um, I've got a trip coming up and the exact product that I was looking at a couple seconds later I was scrolling on Facebook and it showed up there too.
0: So it's creepy. Of your search engine or
2: the I like, the, uh, there's some kind of yeah, Facebook pixel I don't know too much about, that. I'm not as in depth with that. I know that there's uh, an agreement between those sites so for advertisement purposes. All right, let me see if there's anything on this slide that I did not touch. So younger audiences love it. It's authentic, it's real, it's in the moment. Uh, so like I can walk through this event, this Go Georgia event, get clips like that and people could tap through it and feel like they're there. Uh, You can update it daily for fresh content. And like I said, it's very easy to do. Instagram allows you to add hashtags. So you just hit like a little button and I can add a hashtag, hit a little button and you can create a poll. Um, I think we did these at Christmas time or actually we did this for Go Georgia too. Are you going to Go Georgia 2019? Yes, no. And had people respond and the results are live, Real time. Uh, You can do event updates. Things like that. So that is one major trend to be aware of. And because that content is so easy, I mean, it's just so quick. Um, that's one reason I have it on here. i recommending it. All right. The rise of Facebook groups. Mm, this is fun. And I like talking about this topic. So how many of you have a Facebook page? How many of you have a Facebook group or are in a Facebook group? Okay. How many of you know what the difference between the two is? Okay. Okay. Do you want to take a stab at it? Explain um, what the difference is?
0: Well, our church page, anybody can join that. And when we post stuff to that, that's public. Our women's ministry group, however, is a private group. And you have yeah. to join it and you can't share it.
2: Right, right. So there are different functions. Um, Yeah, no, that's a great explanation. Thank you for that. So there are different functions between a page and a group. But one thing to be aware of is something that Mark Zuckerberg announced last year, actually in 2018, and this is still happening. So that's why it's still relevant. He basically said, hey, people don't like Facebook anymore. They're leaving because of all the negative stuff they hear. How can we make it more positive? Well, we're gonna have people join Facebook groups. We want them to join our communities, little, basically like little bubbles on our platform that talks about stuff they wanna talk about. So it's not from a brand, it's not from a company, it has a face to the post. So that's where the Facebook groups comes into play. In fact, if you open your Facebook app, you'll see right at the bottom here, this icon, the little circle with the little people in it, that takes you directly to the Facebook groups, either that you're a part of or that you administer. So they're pushing it through the app, and more changes are gonna be coming with that, making it easier to navigate. In fact, they're actually playing with the idea of having all of your group's content at all the groups that you're a part of, having that be your news feed instead of your friends. Isn't that interesting? I don't know how that'll work, but that's what they're toying
3: with. Was group and page different? Mm-hmm. I was thinking so, because my church is like yeah. a page. <laughs> and my in youth fact. part is a group.
4: Yeah, the group is my thing. That one is private. Like I joined them, but I had to be let into to that. But
2: like
3: Paige is, page
2: is a free call, one that wants to join. All right. So this is the Georgia Baptist Mission Board page. As you can see, like you can, I can write a post because I'm an admin, but anyone who comes in from the public side is really just going to be able to see our content. They're just going to be able to interact with this. They're gonna say, oh, okay, I like that. They can comment, they can share. Okay, so this is a page, okay? Now over here in the left-hand side, there's a link to groups. So when we click that, we'll see all the groups that are connected to the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. So we've got our communications group, which I do encourage all of you to join if you're not already in it, Um, a Georgia Baptist kids group, men's ministry, all of these different groups. Now, I'm gonna go to our communications page because I would like to push that a little bit. Um, And the difference here is that you join the group. So you like or follow a page, but you join a group. So that's the difference. Um, Anyone can post into the group. Now, there might be some settings that the admins have set up. So if you are creating a group, you can decide, uh, can anyone post at any time or do I need to see it first? And approve it. That's the cool thing about groups. Anyone can post, but you also get to have a say. Uh, So that's how this one is set up. So groups are pretty cool in that regard. Oh, see, look, (laughs) look, right here. They posted and said, "Hey, we're at Go Georgia." That's right. Right there, and that's that's engagement. That's communication. That's community. Right there. So we'd love to see your pictures too. That
3: would be kind of funny if
2: y'all started taking pictures and I started popping up there or something. Um, But, you know, we share different things. Like we've got people who ask questions like, how should I do this for my church? Um, But we know it's all focused on communications ministry. It's all focused around that topic. So groups are more a niche, uh, but they allow you to join. And the cool thing is... If someone posts, more often than not, there's going to be a notification that pops up for that person and says, oh, there's something new for you in this group. Come see it. If you post something on a page, people don't get that notification unless they're live. Okay. So the cool thing about groups is that people are pushed okay. to see that content. Pages just don't get that. In fact, I'm going to show you this because it really threw me. Through. How can I go back? back? There we go, okay. I'm gonna, you're gonna see some of our insights, our Facebook page stuff a little bit. Okay, where's the line? Okay, you see this? That's now. You see this line? That's what we used to get. This is talking about traffic to our page and how far our posts go. So when Mark Zuckerberg said, I'm pushing everyone to groups, pages took a hit. So if you've got a page, it is that much harder to get people to see your stuff unless you pay for it. And that's actually what's coming next. So this is still rolling out. This happened this week to us. This is brand new for us. We have not experienced that kind of decline yet. So he announced it a year ago, but it's just not impacting us. Let's see. I'm gonna go back to the slideshow here because the next slide, oh, I hit play from start now. Come on. All right, ads are on the rise. You're gonna see more organizations try to adjust their budgets to accommodate ads. So whether they purchase them through Instagram, which actually has to be through Facebook, um, they do them on Twitter, uh, wherever it might be, they're looking more at that ad content. Um, But because of that, because the demand is going up for ads, the costs are going up. So it's gonna make it ever harder to really get an ad approved um, without paying a lot for it. Uh, We've seen that, we've seen an increase in um, the prices that we have to pay, and I, I think that's a challenge, especially you know for a nonprofit or for a church, um, because there are other places that you can put that money. Um,
1: Do many? Does anybody in here have a of Facebook? I have a couple. It's mm-hmm. ten dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, boost boost an event. Mm-hmm. I, I have learned when you boost with them, they'll mm-hmm. come back and give you a credit they'll get you to do it again yeah. they kind of you, you get a five dollar yeah. credit on your next ad or ten dollar credit so i mean they do give you a little bit back time that's good it will get out further you know like if you wanted to put it in any current area just throw it down to like you know, within 50 miles or something okay. Otherwise, yeah. it's
0: the whole that's the cool
2: thing about ads is that you can target specific places but you can target specific people so you know we've got a men's event coming up okay well I'm going to target the men and I want them in this particular city and I want the men who like who say that they go to church or they like this devotion or they like this you can narrow it down you can get really focused with an ad Um, how many of you have played with facebook business manager at all that's probably a good (laughs) that's probably a good thing it gives me headaches y'all uh it is so complicated to use once you know how to use it i'm sure it's great but the more the ads that are going to get the most reach come out of that and it's, but it's a challenge to use. Is
1: that where you go through and select the criteria and all of what you want done and yeah. that type of thing? Yeah. We've done um, that a little bit. But it's, you're right, it gets a little aggravating.
2: I will show you what some of our business manager looks like. So some of it's cut off, but over here, you have to pick an ad category. So there's a whole lot of setup that goes into this first before you can even get to this step, but you have to pick an ad category. You have to decide your objective. You have to decide, do I just want video views? Do I want it to, do I want more messages? Do I want conversations, conversions? Do I want... Reach. Don't want people to just know about me. So you have to make a lot of choices, and then you want to make sure that the pictures or the visuals you use for those choices are appropriate to what you're trying to do. So there are a lot of decisions that happen with building an ad through Facebook Business Manager. So if you're going to do it, boosting a post or doing it through the page is much easier. That's what I would
0: recommend. <laughs> yeah.
1: Facebook, for some
2: reason,
0: you know, a lot
1: of
2: times i have like
0: the graphic mm-hmm. like the, with all the text and all a
2: ah, yeah. picture and it don't like that. It doesn't like you
0: know,
2: text. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a couple of our ads were rejected because we had too much text on the image. They that's, want the visual to be able to stand on its own.
0: And
1: yeah.
2: like, I do have, have a picture to go mm-hmm. with it. you got to put something on it. Right. So what I did and I'm, I'm not sure I'd be able to pull it up.
1: How much
2: text is too much Any or None at all? It's hard uh, to decide. I've had to do... oh, That was like a Matrix moment right there. Um, so let me see if I can pull up one that got us a lot of likes. Yeah. Let's see what this one. Okay. Right. So the first one made it because the text was with... This one made it with this much text. Okay. But that's actually a video. Right. okay this one did better because it's a picture without any text so it's just straight like they're doing something kind of well, fun yeah. and people engage with it more so because they're pushing that engagement and because they want that conversation they want an emotional reaction I believe that's why text. Yes, and that is a great segue to my so next slide. Like <laughs> That's perfect. <standard. laughs> yes. Absolutely. They
1: watch a the video, but they had only
3: attention.
2: Yes. So video is on the rise. Popularity, you are absolutely right. And in fact, we have a session tomorrow morning with John Graham he talked specifically about video so I'm not going to get too in-depth with some of that Um, so yes it's a Go Georgia session um, but most most platforms now offer video in fact you're gonna see how some platforms have expanded to accommodate longer video times or video styles so on Instagram you could you used to be only able to post a minute of video in a post Well, now they've expanded to Instagram television, IGTV, and now you can post... It used to be you had to do a vertical video, which was frustrating because you have to format your video every time. Uh, So you could do a vertical video, uh, and it could be... 15 seconds to 15 minutes long. So that expanded your time for sure. And I, so I, I would say like the shorter the better. Right? The shorter the better. Absolutely. In fact, I have seen where some people are treating it more like a uh, they'll do snippets from sermons. I've seen that. They'll post that. Um, it's more like that short kind of advertisement like, right. come see us next week type thing. Yeah. That, everybody's yeah. bored me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen the other side of that aspect
4: where if you do it too short you also don't get any feedback. Because mm-hmm. I've looked at right. one of our old videos from the association that I worked with. Um, it was one of the first ones we did and it was less than a minute mm-hmm. and looking at the analytics from that versus for recent ones it pretty much got no whatsoever. Mm. Gotcha. But I think comparing what we've done,
2: it was probably too short. Sure. Okay. So that's a very good point. A lot of social media is testing it and seeing how it does and then reevaluating mm-hmm. and going forward. Because what works in one place may not work for another place because you have different audiences. Yes. Um, so I can provide like that general kind of overview type stuff, uh, but some of this is going to be more specific based on your needs. So this is our Instagram uh, page. So if you're not already following us, follow us on Instagram. I was super excited because we're over a thousand followers now, so that was fun. Um, can I
3: ask you a question I know on Facebook. Create a page for your church. It has to be under somebody's. You have to put that under somebody's
1: account. You can't just create uh, a a, a Facebook page for like whatever Baptist church. It has to be administered by under somebody
2: else. Yes, someone has to be able to. So if
1: you've got several people who don't have access, they're going to have access
2: to your Facebook. No. Uh-huh. So it won't cross over. Yeah, sure. So if you give, um, say you've got three different people who administer that Facebook page, like if John was also an administrator of the mission board page, I can't see anything that he does if we're not friends. Does that make sense?
1: Correct. Right. But, yeah. I mean, if I created it under my thing, I can't just let them have access
0: to the church. does no, not my personal
2: well, you, yes, you can.
0: can you, Instagram <laughs> work the same way? Because we don't have anything
2: do. Instagram's different. So you create the account, and then everybody has to use that same password. If you want multiple people but to use it. can you it.
3: create an account for, say, your church? Yes. You don't have to be my
2: person. Right, right. So you could create it. So just like doing Baptist isn't mine. I have a personal one, too. Um, and on Instagram, I think on the app, you're allowed up to five different accounts that you can switch between. Now, I will caution you, if you do that, make sure you actually switch before you post. <laughs> um, just saying, just a word of, word of warning there. Um, but the good thing about Instagram is that you can create something for your church, and if you have a Facebook page, you can actually link your Instagram to that Facebook page. So that's how, when I post something like this, it asks me, do you want to send this to Facebook too? Yeah and then it'll do it for me, and I don't have to do it twice. Uh, The same is true of our story. Um, So this is is where the story lives, and it looks the exact same on Facebook. You know a new story has happened because this lights up around here. But because I've clicked through our story, it's gray right now. So right here, IGTV, this is also a, a tab on your phone on the mobile app. You'll see where, before they allowed horizontal videos, we had to flip our video, so we've got some sideways ones, so people would have to turn. But now they allow horizontal videos, so when you go to add it, it will just accept that format. Uh, and a cool thing is, you can add the video, and then it says, hey, do you wanna put a preview of this in your on your Instagram page? And it'll do a post for you. You just say, yeah, okay. So it'll preview, so I've got, uh, Announcement from Thomas Hammond here. Well, I posted like a little 30-second preview that redirects people back to the longer video So that's really cool in case someone's not actively on Instagram television But they see your post scrolling. It's a way to get them back to the full video Now something I will say is that videos don't always need to be super nice and polished. What you're gonna see more of is that raw in the moment. and We've already talked about that a little bit. Um, the quick iPhone videos, you know, those ones that you're scrolling on Facebook and you see like a, a dog doing something funny or like a parent catches a kid doing something hilarious mm-hmm. and they post that, those are the ones more likely to go viral because they're in the moment, they evoke an, an emotion and people can connect to it. Uh, Now, you might have those very well-produced videos that take time and energy and and money that are going to go viral as well, but just from kind of crowdsourced content, like things that I would do on the fly, you're going to see more of that on the rise. But you've got platforms like YouTube that's growing in fact it used to not be considered a social network and now it's in the social networking world because people can comment back and forth to each other and share content um, that is one of the fastest growing social networks right now YouTube, YouTube. yeah Got Facebook Instagram read, and YouTube somebody
1: tell me if you want to really get that emotional research get out there in the big pond mm. that's YouTube mm-hmm. that's the big pond mm-hmm.
2: big comment. So, I mentioned crowdsourcing. Your people can help. One thing that we have looked at at the mission board, you know, I can't be everywhere at one time. I can't. Uh, So one thing I like about being on a social network is that other people already live there. Like, you guys live there. Like, if I asked all of you, hey, from this event, whenever you go to your next breakout session, take a picture, text it to me with a caption. I've just gotten, like, 20 different posts that I can add, but I wasn't there. You guys did that. So crowdsourcing and getting your people to engage and help do some of the footwork for you is on the rise. Um, There are ways I think that you can do this. It it depends on the way that your church is set up. Um, We had an event not too, too long ago at my church. It's called the Beast Feast. It was a men's event, but it was intended to raise money for a youth missions trip. Well, the pastor actually got uh, on the podium and said, hey, we've got this event posted on Facebook. We want you to share it. Mm -hmm. So from the podium, he said, hey, go share. And people did, and it did really well. Now, it's really hard to measure how far his message went and how far just the natural social media sharing went. But the fact that he said it from the podium let people know, number one, we've got a Facebook page, we have a Facebook event, and it's something I want you to be a part of. So if your people can engage in that way and be aware and active that they can share this content, that's one way to engage them. Something else I like to do is contest. I like to give stuff away. Um, that's another way to say, Hey, if you like, or comment on this post, you will be entered to win a, a DVD or you will be entered to win a free ticket to our next event or something like that. That's one way to get them to engage because the more likes a post gets, the more likely other people will see it. The more comments it gets, it's more and more likely other people will see it. And if they share it, that's where it is. That's where the gold is. So there are are tiers to how people react to your post. If you get a lot of shares, that's great. That is the best you can do. If you get a lot of comments, that's also good. Likes and reactions are good. Just know they're not as good as shares. But any kind of engagement is actually really good these days. (laughs) So it says someone liked it. Uh, You can also share stories from your church. So if you... (laughs) If you're telling a really engaging like testimony from your church and you share that on Facebook and that person knows, oh, my story's gonna be shared on our social media page and they take it and they share it with all of their people and then those people share it because they're like, hey, I know this person. You're already generating a new way for people to engage with the content and it's just because you told a story of someone in your church and people could connect to it. So really the big words are authenticity and ways people can connect and engage. Now, let's talk a second about where you should be. Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Those are my recommendations. Facebook, because even though it says Facebook's aging, and that is true, younger people are still joining Facebook for different reasons, but they're still joining. Instagram, because it's just on the rise. It's a growing platform. Um, Know that Instagram might be a little bit more difficult to use but on the flip side it might be easier because you can take those quick images Uh, the problem is that it has to be a visual so you have to make sure that you have a visual connected to a post Uh, but I have seen more and more how people will take a picture or have a picture like a stock image even which I encourage the, the real photos like if you post pictures for an event make sure that it's of people in your church Like, let people get a preview of what they're going to get when they come to your church. Um, But you post that picture, and then beneath it, people have posted out even, like, the top five sermon points from today. Or, this is my sermon preview, and it's, like, the first two paragraphs of the pastor's message. Or maybe it's a a devotion for the day. Um, Instagram allows a lot of text, a lot more than you think. So you can use that space. Just make sure your first two lines are really engaging, so people will hit that see more option. The same is true on Facebook. You want all of your most interesting content right up front. Where what do you? you do oh, on YouTube, just, That's it. Just stream like
1: your service or something.
2: Well, yeah, you could do that, um, but you could also tell those stories, like you could do uh-huh. testimonies and stuff, and. That's where I want to encourage you to go to John's session tomorrow, because he gets in-depth on some of that. He offers a lot of ideas about how you can, like, the kind of videos that you can do and how you can do them well on a budget, too. So things I don't think you need to worry about.
3: I was going to ask you about Twitter. Twitter
2: and Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have Snapchat, found... Snapchat. I did <laughs> <it. Cool. laughs> Snapchat is, a, is kind of a beast of its own. Uh, Twitter Twitter has been doing this the past couple of years. Uh, it'll gain and then it'll lose, and then it'll gain and it'll lose. Um, one thing I always caution against is making sure you're not spread too thin between too many accounts. So if, if you have time to have a Twitter and maintain it, that's okay. But I have found that's not where our audience lives. So we have it to have a presence to promote events, but I know the most engagement is not gonna come from Twitter. Um, More often than not, it's going to be professionals. Um, I think millennials is where it has skewed. And uh, it's gonna be sharing news articles. So it's not as, it's more debate and celebrity focused than it would be for event promotion or really anything else.
0: Like on President.
2: Yes. In fact, <laughs> yes. Instagram
0: and Facebook, Politics you can would do all at one time. That like
2: one yes. Time. That kind of time saver? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So if you do, you can do the opposite. If you do a Facebook post, you can, you can do that on Instagram? Does it give you that option or is that on hmm. Instagram? So in other words, you do everything on Instagram. I
2: don't know <coughs> that you can. Because Facebook allows you to post without having a picture. So you can do Instagram to Facebook, but I don't know that you can go the opposite way. You might be able to do that with stories. So if you post to a Facebook story, I think you could do it to your Instagram story.
1: Somebody Google it.
2: Yeah, we can Google that real fast. Well, <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll test it out later. I'll let you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Snapchat... I have not found a good way to use that well, especially for our, our audience knowing that it's, it's mainly you who live there and our audiences, of course, is, is you. Um, and I'm, I'm on Snapchat, I have an account, I'll be honest, I do not actively use it. I see a notification and I forget about it and, <laughs> and, it's then, gone, right? and then it's gone <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well I missed that. Yeah. So I'm not very active on Snapchat, uh, either. Uh, Now you, oh, I did want to say off the point, you said sharing time or saving time. On Instagram, you can share directly to Twitter. The the problem is on Twitter, it'll show up as text and then a link to your Instagram so that picture doesn't actually show up. So the benefits that you get of doing that are very slim. Twitter is more beneficial if you have a visual and you can post videos, but they have to be two and a half minutes long or shorter. Uh, So that's a challenge too on Twitter. Um, But visuals do get the most engagement. If you use Twitter, I encourage the use of emojis or gifs uh, because emojis are a new language. (laughs) And um, I've noticed when I use them and even our Instagram posts, we get more engagement. (laughs) People like it more. Um, I guess emojis are just happy.
0: When yes, I share on Instagram, I, I
1: copy the text that I post with the picture mm-hmm. and I save the picture, then I post the picture and add the text ah, that's so, what that do. I, so that I get that impact okay. of the visual on Twitter
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm still learning the emoji language. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I It never goes wrong to have just a little smiley face. I like the one that's like um, the little eyes and it does like the like they're really happy. I like that one. It just, it's exciting. Um, yes, there you go. And Instagram makes it really easy because you can look at a comment and if you say that you're gonna reply, it'll give you options for how you wanna reply. And so you can just, okay, done. So it makes it easy for you. And Twitter makes it easy if you wanna post GIFs because those are, you can say I wanna post a GIF and then it will drop it in there for you. You can even search. Uh, Facebook, I think, played with that a little bit. It's not been as popular on Facebook. All right, what questions do you have? That's where we want to go. Uh, so those are the top five trends happening now. And off of that, what what do you do? What questions do you have about anything social media? That is a very good question. Um, People have actually done research. It depends on what platform you're on. So if you're on Instagram, weirdly, depending on the day of the week, sometimes 5 a.m. is the best time to post. But it depends. And it also depends on your audience. So unfortunately, I cannot show you the stats from Instagram on here because it's all mobile. Oh. Oh. Okay. (coughs) Let's see what happens. Let's try. Ooh.
3: sitting in. Locking. Oh. (coughs) Focus. As tight as I can. Yeah. Check time.
2: That's cool. (laughs) All right. You want to try not to do too much. All right. So you can see your stats here and if you go over to your audience it'll tell you where your top followers are from and then you'll see who your top audience is age wise so our top audience is between 25 and 34 you go down see that we've got more men that follow our Instagram account than women which is surprising because more you scroll down and then it'll say on Wednesdays we get the most activity at 9 p.m. at night so that's when I would want to post probably a little before like 8 30 but know that there are some rules that you want to follow with Instagram because it's owned by Facebook There are similar algorithm changes that you want to be aware of so when you post on Instagram it's recommended that you don't go back in and edit because Instagram sees that as well you were not ready to post so much post gives you a little sass about it, and it will not show your followers that post. Instead, delete it, repost it. Some people have said that that also will hinder you. I don't see how, because you could be posting something entirely different, and Instagram would never know, it, unless it's just that smart. So. Okay. How do you
0: get to the insights? Okay. Oh,
2: so you would, oh. it's coming back. So from your page, there you go. So from your profile page, in the top right corner, there are those three lines, and you click that and you click Insights. If you don't have it, it's because you're not a business profile, and you can only be a business profile if you connect it to your Facebook page. So it gives you a little caveat there.
1: So are there any options for individuals to gain this information?
2: You would have to use an outside service. Like you would have to use something like... Um, EngagerMate.
0: Cool.
2: Yeah, EngagerMate is one. Um, you could use a scheduler like Buffer um, that can help you measure too, which Buffer is actually really good, um, but that's a little bit more complicated for just an individual. Yeah. So, After you post on Instagram, make sure that you spend 10 minutes scrolling, liking, commenting. And for Instagram, a comment has to be four words long or it's not a good comment because it also wants that engagement and it wants people to have a conversation on your post. Now, in the first, I think it's the first 24 hours, maybe it's 24 minutes. I can't remember. It's 24 something. Uh it will display your content to 10% of your followers. And if those 10% engage with it, they comment or they like it and it's enough for Instagram, then it will show you to the rest of your 90%. So it's, it's following a weird kind of pattern there, but it's something to be aware of as you post. Um, it wants to see that you're really active, so that is a drawback to a scheduler like Buffer. How many of you have ever used a scheduler to help with social media? You have. What do you use? Okay, okay. There are a lot. Of, there are a lot of different ones out there. Uh, let me see if I can pull up what we use. That's gonna look pretty bare right now, y'all. I'm just telling you. Okay, so this is Buffer. Basically what it is, I can preset times. So based on my statistics, based on my audience, I can preset when I want posts to happen. And I add and connect all of our accounts. So I've got Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And under some accounts, depending on how much you want to pay, uh, you can add up to 15 accounts. But we don't even add that much this is like the lowest plan that you can do and say I want to write something new the cool thing is it'll let you post all at one time across every single platform so I've got Facebook Twitter and LinkedIn selected so I would just go in here I type and say um, at go Georgia, I should use the hashtag, but I'm already typing, 19, Um, excited to be here, and then I can add an image, Um, I'm just going to pull a random one, what's that, okay, picture of people sitting at tables, and I can also add a link, gogeorgia.net, next it asks me to customize, and I can go into each one and say, okay, I've got a picture, okay, okay, and then I hit add to queue, and what it would automatically do is drop it into the next available slot. So what this prevents you from having to do is sit at your computer or be at your phone at a particular time to send that post. But just be aware that there are some things, like with Instagram, it wants to see you scroll, it wants to see you active and engaged. So what I try to do, I still use Buffer for Instagram, but when it posts, it'll be like, okay, well, it's like, I know it's going out at two, I just try to be scrolling at two and just let it post for me, but I'm just scrolling and liking. All
1: right. So this service
0: Buffer, is it
2: that's a fee you pay for? It is a fee. Uh, let me see if I can pull up the... Whoop. They recently changed their plans.
0: Let me see if this. Nope. Nope. Oh, go back.
1: The plans are based on number of votes.
2: Yes. Okay. So it's you've got your pro premium and business and this is per month but you can also do annual and this is the lowest one that you can do but you can test it out first and see if it's worth it for you so you can have up to eight social accounts Uh, I believe it does connect to a Facebook group it had issues for a while um, because Facebook kept changing its permissions Um, You can schedule up to 100 posts. I'll tell you, I have never hit that, so that's not a problem, unless you just get real happy one day. And then it has one user, which means, like, one person has access to that Buffer account. I don't know if I should tell you this, but other people could use the same password, and that's your one user, right? But you've got multiple people in there. So that's what I would do instead of saying, okay, well, I want to have two users. Let me pay more. Yeah. Now there are other services you could use. Uh, Hootsuite is a good one. TweetDeck, but that's more specific to Twitter. Sprout Social is good, um, but it's super expensive, so I caution against that one. Um, I just couldn't justify the cost for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that one, that one was per user, you know, and it's yeah. So it's good for Facebook. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And now, if, if you're only doing a Facebook page and you don't have multiple accounts, Facebook will let you schedule posts just within your page. and okay. that saves time. Um, that, I like to use that um, especially for videos because I can customize the titles and such. So when you go to write a post, um, there's a button here, share now. And I say, okay, I want to schedule it. I want this to go out, I think the furthest out it'll let you schedule is like three months. And say, I want to go ahead and plan for my fall fest at my church. The 30th, pick a time, and then I'd hit schedule
1: there's no charge for that That's no free.
2: charge That's
1: I free. didn't even know you could do that
2: <laughs> and there are a lot of different tools within Facebook and Facebook groups that it's very dynamic and sometimes they because they change stuff so much it's hard to keep up
1: are you going to cover by chance um, a, a web page versus Facebook and can you get basically Bang for your buck. Got a Facebook if you invest more money in it than you do your webpage. Mm-hmm. You don't have a current webpage, <laughs> but you do have the Facebook account and it's used fairly regularly. You know, okay. In advance thing there. My theory on that would be not
2: everybody's on
1: Facebook. So. Yes. Well, that's
2: there true. More people go to a Google search to search for your church right. than they do Facebook. Yeah. Right. yeah so you now I search Facebook for a business if I'm. Wanting to leave a review or something, um, or if I do want to see what their services might look like, but more often people will go to a website, and that's why I encourage you to go to tonight's session with Barry Dollar.
0: Right.
2: Hey, Barry. Hey. hey, Barry. Hey. And he's talking hey, about man. websites.
0: I'll and beat class,
2: And he talks about <laughs> how to get started too. Free. My plan. Free. For Free tools. Free. Tool. Free. My plan All caps. For you, Like the website is
1: the central station. On yeah. your Facebook and Instagram
0: touch the phone following you there. Points back to the website,
2: absolutely. So, so
0: mm-hmm. you can't put all the content on Facebook that you really Right, post.
2: and Facebook is, it, it, even though there are stories, is temporary content, every post has, it has its life. Uh, you can reshare, you can repost, but, so for example, on Twitter, you can tweet, 18 minutes later, that tweet's dead. No one else is going to see it. So, you would have to constantly be posting, and then you know, there's a strategy to how much do you post and how often, and on a website, you can just display it all there.
1: So, on that share button, like I've been promoting our revival and some other events coming up, church, and I'll just periodically, like tomorrow, I would go back and share it, Mm -hmm. ask people, you know, our people see it, share it. But we can, I could literally schedule it Mm -hmm. and just. They have to do it for you. They do it automatically. I don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. Are you doing it as a post or an event? No, uh, an post? Well, I have one as an event. The revival as an event. Does that matter? A event uh, versus? It
2: won't well, it won't create an event automatically for you, but you can. But will
1: it share that event if I tell it to pin it to uh, the top of the page? Yes, you can pin it.
2: That's a good idea. So I let's say we've that. got our there's
1: literacy. We we
2: stay there for our we so we've got a literacy emissions conference coming up. Say, I want okay. to share. I want to share this as a post. I believe because I'm sharing right now, yeah, there's not an option for me to schedule it. <sighs> so you can't share an event and schedule it, but you can share a link and schedule
1: that. In fact, three dots. She said, and right there, those three dots. Yes. Putting it to the yeah. It pin it. Oh oh yeah.
0: Let
2: those me
0: got
2: go. To be on the let me go back. Okay, let me go home. And we've actually got a post pin right now, so I can show you what that looks like. All right, you see that little?
1: Check. It's yes. like a yes, little tag.
2: Yes, so that is that means that this post has been pinned to the very top. So when people come to my page, that's what they're going to see first. Okay. Now, we're saying, hey, can't wait to see you there. So we, I could say, okay, well, this is kind of no. old now. I'm going to click these three dots and unpin it from the top of the page, and it'll refresh. But then I could say, scroll down and click, and say, I want this to show up at the top. So I click those three dots, pin to top of the page, and that's what would stay at the top.
0: Top, like at the banner up top? No, it'll, like, like as people, people or, yeah. 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 Okay, okay. So okay. if people okay. come
2: to your page and they scroll down, it'll be the first thing they see.
1: And it'll stay there all the time?
2: It'll stay there as Please. long as you want it to. Okay, I did good to say. I like that,
1: it's good.
2: Yeah.
0: Now that's different in the right? Yes.
2: That is different in a group. Mm-hmm. I'm not That's clear on a very good group
1: thing here. Do you do a page and then have everybody join a group?
2: So there are different strategies to this. My recommendation is to have a page for your church, and then within that, have groups. So, for example, my church, I go to Flat Creek uh, up, up in Fayetteville, we have our page. And then we have groups that are like the Salt and Light class, the the youth group, the children's ministry. And people know when they see those groups, they can join it, but it's gonna be specific to Flat Creek because it's related. So really, it's, it's a funnel. So you've got your page where people land, but you can send them into a group where they get that more intentional conversation and can ask questions. And the good thing about a group, and I think someone mentioned you have a private group, there are different levels to groups. So you can do public, private, or secret. Uh, Secret. We've only used that to test stuff out, like for our specific communications team. So we know there are only eight people. No one else is going to find it. It's for all of our tests. And then we've got it uh, for, like staff or
3: something.
2: Yes. Yeah. You don't want anyone else to find it. Like, what happens in that group stays in that group. And then you've got uh, private, which means people would go to the group, and I don't know that I can give you an example beyond know, just clicking on one and see. So this is an example of a public group. So if you're not a member right now, when you go, you're going to see all of this. You're going to see it. Um, But if it's closed, you're not going to see any of this. You won't be able to see any content from the group. And that helps. Like we have a minister's wives group. And sometimes they have very kind of intimate questions and conversations that you just don't want to be public. But you want people to still be able to find the group to join it. So, you make it closed and then they request to join and someone has to approve it and then they're in the group.
1: Does it create more work because it, it like if you create an event or do a post on the main page, does it go to the groups as well or do you have to go to the group? You would
2: have to share it, you would. Um, But the good thing about groups is that once you get them going, they're pretty self-sustaining because other people can post. A page is always gonna be you. It's always gonna be you creating that picture, adding that link, adding that text, or scheduling it out, sharing that event. But in a group, other people ask questions and they start the conversations and it's active.
0: You don't yeah, have to touch have a, it. We have a group. Uh, we do the college ministry in my wife, and we have our college group, and we manage that, and our mm-hmm. college guys manage that, so that admin person in the church doesn't have to touch
5: mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah. But you would want to know. You may already have some groups. Um, yeah. like and, at, and you might want to know them. so that you can add them on your page.
2: Because groups can be created independent of a page. You do have to have a Facebook account but it doesn't have to be connected to a page. So I could leave here and start a group that says Linda Wilkins Fan Club and have people join my group. I don't have to connect that to the mission board, that's just for me, but people can join it and I, I am the moderator and the administrator. I already joined
0: that Oh, I'm sorry. Like our group was actually created before our page, before is really? our page. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to link it now?
2: Yes, page? yes, there is. So, someone, you have to be an administrator in the group okay. and in the page, and then you can go to your page under your groups. let okay. me go back. Oh. Link your group. So you go to the Groups tab, it'll link your group, and you'll see a list of the groups that you can link.
0: Okay.
2: And if you're an administrator, click it and it links.
0: And that would be better than, I always share stuff to the women's group. Mm-hmm. I'm the secretary of the church, so I'm, mm-hmm. I am not do that. I go to the page and I share where we'll share anything. Mm-hmm. I share it to the women's group because we do have people that are on one and not on the other. Right. Um, Lately, probably because of this group thing you mentioned, Facebook has been saying, "Don't you want to join? Don't you want your Carey data search page to join your group?" Yep. I did that, and then it wouldn't let me post to the women's ministry group because Sandy. And <laughs> yeah, like, you have to do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, by doing that, linking
1: yeah. your group, that's so you can do link it to the group, and then when you do a post on the page, it
2: will show up. It's it's still manual you would still have to go in and share it to that group, and I can show you how to do that. Um, but in the in this group up here, so I've got Linda Wilkins, and then I'm also an admin of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board page. Up at the top, it says, Interacting as the Georgia Baptist page. What if I want to post as me? I click it, and I say, I want to be Linda, and then it'll switch, and then I'm interacting as me. And then when I post, my face shows up. Well, my picture shows up with the post, and it's not from the mission board. I recommend posting more often as as you. Um, I like to post as the page if it's like a an event or some, like an initiative from the mission board, but really the whole purpose of a group is to interact and be real with each other.
1: Yeah. How do we convince, like uh, my, my congregation, we're kind of in the rural side of the community but a mixture a good mixture of people mm-hmm. we do have several on Facebook some on uh, Instagram how how do you convince your congregation or get them informed that this is the you know the best way to get free ministry exposure about your church I mean is there certain like everybody like our page at one time or you know Uh, how do you convince them, I reckon, is the question?
2: I'll say it's hard because they they have to make a decision. Um, What I have seen done is when we revamped our church page, our Facebook page, the pastor said, we've got a new page. I want all of you to take out your phones and like it now. That's one way. Uh, You can put it up on an announcement slide and say, did you know we have an Instagram? Did you know we have a Facebook? Like and follow us. Don't miss out and kind of push the, hey, you might miss something if you're not there. And um, so that's an announcement. I've seen like little handouts, like little printed things, almost like a business card size that you can give or like a bulletin, insert say, Hey, follow us here. Here's the kind of stuff you'll find. If you join us, like you'll find our events. Um, if you join this group, ask your questions. Um, especially if it's like a kids ministry thing and you're sharing ideas for how to uh, teach better as a Sunday school teacher or something like that, then you want to encourage them to be there. Um, buy-in is probably one of the hardest things to do because people are going to be very selective with their time. And what they have on
1: their phone. We were going live. Mm -hmm. They weren't doing it before I got there. Okay. But they were putting the whole service on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I we just went live one Sunday and I announced it. We're live on Facebook. We did a two or three Sundays and then I got some little negative feedback about it. And that was
2: From within the church.
1: Somebody in the church who has nothing to do with Facebook. Don't even have a Facebook account.
2: They didn't like being
1: They don't like the concept of being able to be seen
2: by anyone.
1: Yeah, are you doing a live stream anyway, though? No, we were, we were, but now we are recording it and then going back and just picking up where the sermon starts and where the invitation (laughs) begins. And because I usually cut the live stream at the after the closing prayer. Well, it it only came from one person, but it, it. I, I, I wanted to. We made it clear that we wouldn't stream live because so, the issue was we do have some mm-hmm. undercover people that come to our church. We have some police officers. We have a sheriff. Well, who, that's one of my biggest about Facebook I, I, is the privacy issue which, when you're taking yeah. pictures of people. Well, that's what really some there. people did. You said, well, why do they come down to the altar and want to pray? Do they want that publicized? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things. Yeah, That's why so I we so road, and so we did,
3: just started cutting it back I used to do mine from the back of the church I have now moved to the front row and all I'm getting is the pastor mm-hmm. and the people on the stage and that's it and like you said when an invitation time comes I'm killing it or I'm going way high and just going to the, to the words of the song you definitely prepared. killed all you. right you know so I'm not that took the people out of mind by going all the way down front. I'm just getting the pastor and the praise band. The praise band said it's cool. And what, what's interesting about it, interesting though, is they would put the whole
1: service, they record it and then upload it on YouTube yeah, before there's... we went live. And then when mm-hmm. we went live that's what oh, no, 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 we can't go live. I want to say, what is the difference? <Ss4> mm-hmm. I mean, but I had one <clears throat> speaker who was a, uh, I guess it was a rabbi Jewish. He didn't
3: want anything like that. Mm. I always ask a yeah. guest speaker, look, can we do this? We had yeah. Sid Breen at our yeah. church for a last weekend and he said it was fine with it so we got to roll with it. But mm-hmm. he gave me the green light. Yeah. Well my
1: concern is more of your post, if you're, if you're doing pictures, and video right. short of clips. If you've got kids in it
0: and
2: all Yeah, you wanna you make can't sure I
1: can get releases on all that so yeah. well, have to keep well. careful on
2: that. It, it depends. Um, I know for our VBS event, when they register, they've got to have that release. Um, and if they say no, then we know those kids to avoid. Or you do church back of the head.
0: If you're doing
1: something like a fire or something, you can clear that. The, the other side of that is these parents that are on Facebook out there that were not complaining about what the church did, they put everything out there. Well, the, the right, pool, the right. park true. and they dance, dancing, birthday parties, look at the baby in the pool, look at mean. <laughs> <laughs> but they want to be private about what happens at the church. I mean, do it you know, that's, that's a whole different class. That's a good point. The problem with the live thing
0: is somebody could be looking at Facebook and know they are there at that moment if they wanted to cause trouble. Like police oh, yeah. I agree.
1: And I think that was this the thought. I'm sorry, I but I think that's where they were coming from. They knew that there were some yeah. people in the congregation who served in the public. You know, so if we don't go live, we just do the preaching. But you don't show the whole congregation. Well, we have a camera in the back that shoots down. And so, you know, when you fellowship, people around shaking hands and greeting. Oh, no. oh, they're, they're not at church. They're at church, not at home right now. We know where they're at. Right. So that's kind of, so we, I agreed. I said, okay, Pastor, we'll just cut it back. But interesting enough, they were putting the whole thing on YouTube before we went live. Mm.
3: So.
1: But that was after the fact. You know, they weren't there in the building at the time. And that goes to the
3: security seminar, which we probably need to right. <laughs> That's a whole yeah, new they're a different thing. Yeah, there are different security. Yes. Right. But so my down front, my okay. picture's better. I can see the screen better. We throw the scripture up there, so my pastor's pro that anyway. So it's all good. But I'm still not doing all the people. But you, but you must don't. have a portable camera. Actually, I'm using my phone right now. Phone. Oh. You're just doing like a Facebook live. Yeah. Over there.
0: And down
3: front i'm all the way down front like this right here and i'm just getting lit mm-hmm. that's it yeah. i'm not getting y'all
2: and you can get a tripod for your phone
3: i got a tripod and a little that's bracket right. that screws in yeah, and holds it in I got place right here. and yeah. it's wonderful mm-hmm. and you can
2: get you can our get a church
3: hasn't got a strong enough um signal to wow. do a camera to do okay. the feed so that's why i'm stuck with doing my phone but it's still working mm-hmm. and uh um, but down front, the picture's better. I'm right. gonna have to switch it out. Right? There is an interesting right. one I've been looking into that I, probably not game, but
1: super. There's a thing called Mifo, which
2: is a camera. Yeah, uh, actually, tomorrow morning tomorrow, tomorrow morning. tomorrow morning, go to his session and he talks about that,
3: that specifically. The newer yes. MIFO seems better than the older Mivo. So
1: we'll you did do all your things on the tablet, and right? Zoom in on this.
2: So, what question? Yes, yes. <laughs> We just use job posting on our nonprofit site. To post for a awesome. job in the community for uh, our. Did it let you submit an appeal? Well, it, 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 there's nothing. It's just like I can't even get. Their customer service is not great. They don't have so They don't they want don't to what's going on. Is that something that's a new trend or is that something that. Unfortunately, Facebook, well, this is good and bad. In their efforts to be better, they have started cutting down on a lot. Like I said, we had a lot of ads that were discouraged, not just because of text, but because of content, and we're a nonprofit. You know, what what content is going to be offensive or permissions we have to have, you know, all of that. So, yes, we've, we've been cut down on that. So, I think there are new regulations, and unfortunately, you don't know about them until you hit something like that, and that's, that's the challenge.
1: Do you see them coming against the church even more with... Like when we want to share a biblical Christian uh, viewpoint. Yeah, my pastor's concerned and one of his son. I have. Going, you two going
2: back? I have seen it more if you bring in a political stance than if it's just from a biblical viewpoint. I think if it's speaking directly to a, a political issue happening in that moment and that's trending, then yes. Uh, and I say that because some of our ads were targeted for our public affairs stuff, and it shut down. Um, but otherwise, it's it's hard to say yes or no to that um, because Facebook will say no. Um, it, and and bear, it's also hard yeah. because pages aren't getting reached and, anymore. If so.
1: you veer to the left and get into the field of the left fielders and preach against them, they Get upset too, and her Facebook group.
2: Well, yeah. sometimes a couple of the
1: songs that got banned because of the lyrics
2: and Well, now some of that might be the copyright, um, issue, which John also talks about tomorrow. Yeah, yes, it yes. just
5: we got a new pastor, and he wants to check in on the home, uh, and, mm-hmm. and he, he our Page, hmm. and it was a, but it, it was a different page that's from that was out when we were like, they well, created we that. And, you know, we started asking around like, maybe somebody old had done it. Well, it comes to find out, right we have someone that's very knowledgeable in uh, the text Just
2: world. enough to be dangerous, right? <laughs> yeah.
5: And
0: Facebook's created
5: it. Oh, and I, I want had to, those. to go and yeah. claim it. Hmm? And then I went and removed it. But it said, I have 14 days. And they said um, on Facebook that only administrators would be able to see that page. Well, that wasn't so. Mm-hmm. But after 14 days, it would be deleted. I had an uh, option, I could merge it in. I just didn't want to do that. Yeah, I was going to say be very careful doing that because you might lose your entire other audience. I did. Yeah. Want to do that. <laughs> so, um, but it's still there. Okay.
2: But that the past
5: 14 days? Yes. So uh, yesterday I was looking
2: at my phone and I uh, saw where I could
3: turn everything off on that page. And so I went and turned it all off. Oh, close. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> made me
2: jump. And you keep <laughs> your <yourself> stuff
3: <laughs> unclogged or installed? <are> <laughs> <on? laughs> <laughs> okay. Back from the machine. We can find
2: our real page of first. So did you unpublish it first and then try to delete? Um, because there, there's a process no, you have to, you have and to then go
1: through it, and then it'll take
2: because we're actually working on shutting down some of our pages to merge them with our I use the word merge to bring the audiences over into our Facebook page uh, so what we have to do is go to settings and under page visibility at the very top you can edit and you have to hit unpublish and save it and then you can go and say delete and then it'll give you that hey (laughs) that's the 14 days but you have to unpublish it first so you can't just mix a page because because Facebook's like oh that's probably a mistake Uh, more often than not it's not but there's that step so I would encourage you to try that and if after that that doesn't work I'm not sure but there's probably
1: something we can figure out. Yeah. On the uh, Facebook, at the bottom down there, you know how you get videos that'll pop up on your screen.
0: Yes.
1: All along, well, periodically there are videos that show up on your feed that you really prefer not to see. Yeah. The content. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any way to stop that? I mean, because uh, down at the bottom, I tried. I tried to. Well, in fact, I went in and tried to so, say you know to look at the videos and shut up because I don't I don't want people to think that I'm viewing that when it automatically opens up. You mm. know what I'm saying? Sure. And Facebook I'm gonna tell you Facebook puts some stuff pops up there that you you don't even know how it gets there.
2: You have the option in the kinda like those three dots that we talked about earlier. On every post, you're going to see that, too, on your individual page. Like, when that video pops up, click those three dots, and it should give you the option to hide it. And the more you hide that content, the less it should show you. It'll figure out what you like to watch. But it may still show you stuff, because that's their way of seeing if they can get you audience. They're just sending it out there. Any other questions about social media? Yeah.
3: Well, I've just discovered more people were... When I'm, sometimes they go back after I've shot a video and do watch parties. Is that what it's yeah,
2: called? Yeah, yeah.
3: And that's interesting. Is that and it's just so very
2: great. interesting. Um, what you can do is record a video or do a video live. And um, I would probably record a video and then say I'm going to have a watch party. So uh, say John has created this interview between... Thomas Hammond and somebody else. Okay, so he's recorded this. We want people to know on Thursday at 3 p.m. we're going to have a watch party. So it'll go live, but it's recorded. But everyone will know and get a notification who said, yeah, I want to be at that party. They'll get that notification, and that's one way of getting people to watch your stuff. So by calling it a watch party, they're just... Kind of hyping I mean, it well. up. It's like hyping it up. Hey, yeah, come have a party with us. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: It does because people are watching at the same time. So you comment and you comment to him, and then you comment, and then it gets that interaction happening. Yeah. Even though it's not live. On our
4: way here, I telling him he a live of our men's ministry. No friends still, and I put the fact... I saw one of our women who, she went, just chose one of the student conference, chose but one of I his videos, to be yeah. chose one of his videos, and started put it on her Facebook yeah. as a watch party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah.
3: all those stuff, put a funny cat video on there and people will flop yes. <laughs> uh, okay. There you go. You the know cat. The, <laughs> cat videos for some reason. the emotional
2: videos and that's happy, sad, tragic, excitement. Anything that evokes some kind of response, that is the best kind of content you can have right now. Um, I think Alan Smith used this phrase and he'll probably use it in his session number four breakout four tomorrow um but you want to stop the scroll when when they're scrolling what what's going to catch their attention to stop so that's why visuals are so important now what well,
1: is there What i say video usually people stop at video but when you're scrolling
3: there are some videos that just have a play button on it and there are some um, that are actually playing right how do you right. make it play in that?
2: Now, some, that sometimes that's specific per person. So I can have my settings to say play my videos automatically.
3: But no, if we're it won't
1: be playing inside the timeline. You see the video playing in the timeline, but you know, until you click on it, you don't actually start
2: playing. Right, yeah. So that's Some of them are just static,
1: sitting there with a the play button. and I think the yeah. ones that are already playing.
2: And sometimes and it depends ahead. on your connection, too. Um, if it's real slow, it's not going to automatically play it. I just wondered
0: why some did that. Yeah, it's, it's all good time and fun. We've had a lot of discussions with staff meeting about, should we be doing more, or should we be doing less, or are we going to be spamming people, if we yeah. I would start by setting those goals.
2: What do you want your page to do? What should your social media do? And once you set that goal, and you start writing content toward that and with that goal in mind evaluate and say, well, did we accomplish that? Or are we able to measure that? Like, do you want people to respond to a post and share it? Um, so that's a very measurable thing. Um, do you want more people at your events? Um, what you can do and one way to measure that is at the event, actually ask people, Hey, how'd you find out about this? And if they say Facebook, you're doing it, you know? Um, so that that's where I say start because if you just kind of start posting this Facebook and you don't really have a direction or an aim, um, you're going to end up in a place where you're like, well, I don't know what to make next. I don't, I don't know what to do next, and it becomes harder. It's harder to get that content. Yeah.
0: So far has been getting information out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm a the the church to be right but are mm-hmm. discussing I mean it's like and, and to do more and how much is too much and, you know we're just going to quit looking at our stuff all together if we start putting cat videos out there.
1: Yeah. not look at it more that's the point
0: <laughs> you know I, but I guess what you're saying I, I, what I hear you saying is that you know our, we have to decide what we want our page to do
2: yes and, and yeah, Now there is a thing is posting too much, especially on Facebook, because um, people scroll if they say, oh, mission board, oh, mission board, oh, you might get some on likes. So there does have to be that balance. And so rule of thumb, I say post at least once a day. Um, but if you have a lot of content twice, three times is okay. Just make sure it's spaced out and make sure it's different. Like make sure if you've got a video going here, then you do a picture later, you do a link here. So I just say try to change up the medium a little bit, and that helps too. So it's not constantly just text. And they get something new, and that something new they're willing to consume because they feel like they haven't seen it before. I like the inside tab on the page where
3: you can go and see how easy your are going, mm-hmm. and you can pick local churches <coughs> in the area and see what they're. About. So yes. do do? And, and then you can go to their page and see how it's different
2: yes absolutely so so <coughs> yes yeah, so I can yeah. show you what that looks like um, I'm so sorry we have hit time um, but I'm here so you are welcome to come and ask questions I can give you my email address if you ever have any questions I'm more than happy to answer if you watch live thank you it's good to see you um, it'll be on the facebook page and it'll also be recorded so you can listen to it through the go georgia site Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely thanks guys